Welcome to the Grand Rapids Local History Podcast. I'm Matthew Ellis. I'm Jessica Kroll. And I'm Travis. We're looking at each other today, yeah. which is a, a, a real, I mean, it's been over a calendar year since we've physically looked at each other while doing this podcast. So while our eyes are certainly on our screens and our, our board and our microphones, <laughs> it's our, we can now have the option to look up and, and see fellow humans. So welcome. It's good to, good to see. It's nice to be it's back nice. in the studio. Both of you. It's nice to be back in Michigan. Flew across the country just for this. <laughs> While we would like to think that's true, we <laughs> we're honored. Certainly not, but we'll take it. Happy to make time. Um, today, Matt, you've got some really, you've got, we're, we're going to go to the heights of Grand Rapids today. Is that fair? Yeah. We're, we're going to climb up some stories. And we're going to listen to some stories. Is that some building blocks? Yeah. <laughs> buildings. We're talking about buildings today. Yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about some old buildings today and I guess a couple of newer ones. But mm-hmm. I'm excited to learn about it. I know that uh, it's easy when you drive through town to have three seconds to look up before you need to look down and around and make sure you're not going to hit a scooter mm-hmm. or a pedestrian. Both of those are very important. So while you're driving, you can listen to this podcast and just know that those buildings are out there instead of having to uh, endanger a pedestrian. Mm-hmm. So we're happy to do that for you today. Do you guys know what the tallest building in Grand Rapids is right now? I feel like this is a, a trick question because I do, but I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it so soon. <laughs> so I'll pass. Okay, Jess. Um, I'll take a guess and say, oh, I don't know, the River House condos, maybe. Yeah. You, well done. You got it. Thank you. Good job. Way Thank you go. so much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty recent though. That's uh, uh, built in 2008, so not a very his- historic building, but uh, definitely definitely one on the Grand Rapids skyline. A great spot That's for very noticeable. A great spot for fundraising. Repellers. I haven't done it in some time, but repellers used to jump off the side to raise money. Oh and wow! Did they do the the stair run for fundraisers as well? Like who can run up and down the stairs the most to earn money for? Oh, uh, I haven't heard about a that. Deserving nonprofit. That's cool. I don't know who came up with that idea, but it would not have been me. The entire <laughs> the entire stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, what building? Where is this building located? That is on the northwest corner of uh, Michigan and the Grand River. Okay, so the um, blue, yeah, like reflective. Okay. I guess it's a bridge. I guess it's still Michigan on that side, Michigan Street. Okay. I'm very close to the uh, fish ladder area. Joseph Kinnebrew. Yeah, Kinnebrew. Kinnebrew. Yep. Designed that. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He designed the city logo. Yeah, he correct. Did. Yeah, the the new one. Yeah. There's an old one. We'll have to dig into that later. I did <laughs> yeah. not know that. Yeah. But the the, pa- the bloody saber-toothed Pac-Man logo, as right. you know it, is a Joseph Kinnebrew. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good to know. Um, what's the uh, what's the second tallest building? Oh, so that would be Plaza Towers. Um, and that is on the other side of the river. On uh, is, That's uh, Fulton. Kind of Fulton in the Grand River. Okay. Yep. So, so both are kind of situated uh, opposite sides, diagonally from each other across the river. And that was built 1991. So one of those buildings yeah. has a better substructure when it comes to keeping water out than another. Is yeah. that a fair statement? Yeah, uh, I I've, I believe the city is still in litigation over so, that. So uh, we'll and just I don't assume know that if, uh, maybe there's some truth there, but we yeah. don't know anything about that. <laughs> so yeah, Plaza Towers. My my favorite vantage point of Plaza Towers is is from other buildings where you can look down and see you know the tennis courts and mm-hmm. things like that as, yeah. as you go higher. Yeah. It's kind of neat to see that because you yeah. certainly don't get that vantage point from Fulton Street. So those are the second two, and they're not really that old. Do you have a list? Is there some older towers we can dig into? So what used to be the tallest building in Grand Rapids uh, was the Michigan Trust Building. And that was 
that was the tallest building in Grand Rapids and the second t- tallest for a while in Michigan. Oh, wow. wow. Um, yeah, so that was the, that's on the southeast corner of Pearl and Ottawa. There was uh, the Ferris coffee shop in there on the corner for a while. Mm-hmm. That's where 40 Pearl, that wine, wine bar, is right now. It may have a bank name on the side of it. What was that for? What um, was the purpose so, of that? So it was, it was an office building, um, and so it was kind of the first big office building in Grand Rapids, and it was the Michigan Trust Company that operated it. It was built by them. They bought the land, and then they hired a Solon Berman to design it, and he is actually like a renowned architect for... Have you ever heard of the, the Pullman trolley car? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, so he worked a lot with them and built their community in Chicago. Mm. Um, Which is another fascinating story. Yeah. And the reason why he may have been in Grand Rapids is because the owner of the Pullman factory lived here for a short time. Um, And so they might have had that connection and that's how maybe he was keyed in with the Michigan Trust Company. But yeah, it's a, it's a really iconic building, you know, like, like all red, red sandstone, brick, the architecture or the the facade on the side, really neat designs. But yeah, that was built in the 1890s. So it started construction in 1891 and they finished in uh, 1892. Being one of the tallest buildings in Michigan at that time, the the Guardian building is is the, the building I think of in Detroit. That would have been built a few, maybe 10 years later or real close to that. So it wasn't mm-hmm. tallest for long. No. But that's still neat to think that taller buildings maybe mm-hmm. started on this side of the state before obviously becoming much more practical yeah, yeah. and needed on, in the east side. And, and Grand Rapids was go- growing like exponentially back then due to the furniture industry and, and its proximity to Chicago. And, yeah, and uh, the, the building was was added onto over the years. Stories were added. Uh, so that kind of increased its height over time. Do you know how tall it was when it was built? I think it said four or five stories. Wow, so it's so, grown a lot. Yeah, oh okay. yeah, yeah. In 1957, the old Kent Bank moved its headquarters into the building, and I was in there for a. They have that the, those coding classes in there, and they did uh, code for good, and so I volunteered with the historical society, and they still have the bank vault and the huge, heavy bank vault door that they use for like a little storage area and it's so cool to go in there and they still have the little boxes on the side of the wall oh, and that's everything neat. yeah it's super cool the morton building kind of has as that was rehabbed and, and changed from valuable low-income housing to market rate apartments slash condos during an art prize that space oh. was open during that renovation you could see a, a similar sized mm-hmm. bank vault impressive that that sounds familiar morton house where is that yeah uh, it's right there on ionia and monroe center is it is it ionia monroe ionia. center it's very close okay to where yeah, we yeah, are yeah, now. yeah 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 like i said yeah. for years it was it was uh you know housing for folks that need mm-hmm. housing like every human and then it was turned into a more market raised space okay that's a pretty big building too isn't it mm-hmm um speaking of a building that was that was used for uh kind of market rate or lo- lower than market rate housing the Herkimer Hotel um, on South Division. Iconic. Uh, they had the, the, the sign out front. Yeah. yeah, the old sign. That is owned and operated now by the dwelling place. So they they uh, have an apartment uh, for low-income people, and the interior is just beautiful. Like like wood, like f- fancy wood stairs, a an old 
um, when they had like a like a bar in it, there was the old uh, bar tabletop and the glass behind it. it it's super cool, and they they uh, the dwelling place restored the building. It's it's beautiful, um, but that was an old hotel. Um, so the rail yards were all in kind of in that area. And so when people would travel into Grand Rapids, they would need a place to stay. And the Herkimer was was one of those places. Okay. Really neat building. That was built um, in 1905. But, of course, it was added to over the years and renovated quite heavily. Uh, near the Herkimer, there's another building that was also, I mean, relatively near. But in that same area where, where travelers needed to stay, there was another hotel, a number of hotels, but one we'll talk about today, and that's the Waldron Hotel. Yeah. So kind of down the road and, and to the left a little bit, up to the north mm-hmm. and the west. What do we know about uh, the, the Waldron Hotel? So that was, that's a really unique one. Um, it's got like the gargoyles on the top. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot smaller. It was built kind of before the big furniture boom, um, right when it was taking off. So it was, it was smaller. There was only a few stories. Um, it kind of had like the almost house top to it. It, it had like a steeple top. So that was built in, uh, 1894. Um, but it was, it was still close to the rail yards. So people would, when they traveled into Grand Rapids, that's where they would stay. Um, it had a few names over the years. Uh, in 1926, it became the uh, Williams Hotel. And it's actually a really renowned building because it was the first hotel in Grand Rapids to be owned by an African American. That's awesome for, I mean, 1926 and mm-hmm. it's owned by an yeah. American. Yeah. That's, um, and that was a, a very popular stretch for hotels. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know, that would have been the main mm-hmm. drag. And to have a space like that where you can have some representation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for those of you like me that don't know building names, it's right across from Hopcat. Yeah. It, it has gone by many names uh, in restaurants over the last few years. Perhaps most known to the mid-2000s folks as McFadden's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and it does have some, some spookiness to the building. I don't think we've talked about that maybe in the past briefly. I don't think the gargoyles help, but I, <laughs> I would blame most of that on, on goings on at McFadden's. So yeah. Uh, right now there's a uh, Max's South Seas, kind of like oh, a tiki okay. uh, bar right there. And that's a 58 Ionia. Do we need another yeah. ghost episode? We could certainly yeah. go on the list. Those gargoyles are still perched there and they've got stories to tell. <laughs> Um, another building, the, while the Waldron was built uh, just at the beginning of the furniture boom, um, the Exhibitors Building, I think it was Lewis Street at one point. Yeah, that's on Lyon Street, right across from the Civic Auditorium. Um, so that was kind of built at the height of the furniture boom. And all of the manufacturers needed a place to display all their wares. And so they built this like super fancy building to put on shows they had like tons of showrooms in there and with just furniture from wall to wall. And the outside is really unique because there's like terracotta designs all throughout. It's a really cool. And that was built uh, in the 1920s. So it would have been maybe competing with, with something like uh, McCormick Place in Chicago. Yeah. As far as square footage. Yeah. I'm sure McCormick Place obviously is mm-hmm. bigger. But of, of that luxury mm-hmm. and... Like, hey, yeah. look, look, look at the things we're building here. Right. This is a really great spot to do business. Mm-hmm. And and when it was built, the Civic Auditorium wasn't there. So they didn't have this, the Civic's ballrooms to, to use. The Civic is a really renowned building as well. That was built uh, in the Great Depression by George Walsh, the mayor. 
uh, city manager. And and the, and yeah, and you can still yeah. see, I appreciate it, uh, you know, the, the need for progress is there. I understand things of that nature. And DeVos Place is certainly a, a valuable mm-hmm. commodity to the city as oh, a whole. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I appreciated that that they did keep the grand entrance on the south yeah. side. Yeah, So you can see the large columns and mm-hmm. the stairs and, and have some kind of inkling of the, the grandness yeah. that was that, that space. Yeah, and it, um, that was built with all script labor. So it was, it was people that were out of work, and the city said, we'll pay you in what was called script, little... Some were like wooden. I have a, an antique, what's called a wooden penny, what they would hand out, and then you could go and exchange that for food. Oh, cool. Like um, here's your sack of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's how, that's how that was built. They had to shore up the river on the west side of the building. And so what they did was they diverted the water a bit out, and then they would just go back and forth carrying stones out of the river oh to shore up the, the edge. So that the building would be able to, to stay and not fall into the river. <laughs> There's modern construction technology certainly has eclipsed that. But I, I do think that there it, it's fascinating. Do you need to get something done? Yes. Do you need to get it done faster? Yes. Okay, here's 150 more humans. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. we're all just doing our thing. And yeah. it might take us a month and a half instead of building a building in 90 days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've 3D printed this building and it's <laughs> come in eight pieces on a truck, which is really impressive. But mm-hmm. I do uh, think that it's neat to think you could have an actual job for two years or something, yeah. especially during the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Did, you know, yeah. yeah. It was build a it was, real neat thing. It was huge for the city. Any other highlights about the exhibitor's building? Would folks drive up in ships? Could they have taken a boat or a vessel to that area? I'm not sure. You, whenever you uh, say that, I know the answer is yeah. a hard no. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it was connected to the Pantland. And so people who would travel and stay at the Pantland, that's where they would go. Um, okay. They, were, they would be staying there for an exhibit at the exhibit building. Okay. Well, that makes a lot mm-hmm. more sense. Thank you for that explanation. And the Pantland was built um, 1913, so just a little bit before the exhibitor's building. Which is another really unique place. And again, if you mm-hmm. went down that, that end stretch of Lion, which, as I understand it, will not be that dead for much longer. I think they've got some plans for amphitheater expansion mm-hmm. uh, to kind of activate that little area. Um, but you can go there and look to the south and see the Pantland and, and look to the right and see those massive columns from, from the Civic Theater. Yeah. I have been on the roof of the Pantland, and it's it's a very oh, that's nice cool. view of the city. That's cool. Watch the fireworks from there. Is it as fancy as their like ground floor? No. Area? Okay. No. Well, there is. We were. I mean, you can't. Nobody can just like go up there. But I was with the fire department. But it, we were on the roof, which is just a roof. A roof. But okay. like right below us is a, a pretty nice like balcony overlooking gotcha. the river. So. How did those people on the balcony feel about you? up there uh, i think they kept looking up at us <laughs> like funny. why are you up there that's funny don't worry we're trained professionals <laughs> at least they are i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that should soothe that's funny anxieties we were uh um tony and i were able to be on the roof of the archives and oh, so nice. we were like up there taking photos of the surrounding area nice. so that was a lot of fun which is uh, not that old of a building, but it's near old buildings. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, uh, the, archives? Um, so that was added on to the old public museum. And so the, the old public museum was also a Great Depression project where the Lyceum, the old Grand Rapids Lyceum, which was just the old term for a museum, mm. was built in that location. They used to have a, a like a house right there where they would have all their exhibits. And then they built this. this it, it's kind of like a blocky sort of building 
but like grand in that sort of kind of like the, the civic auditorium um, sure. way. But that's where the public museum was for a number of years before they moved across the river. And and we always get whenever somebody comes to the archives, they would say, oh, I remember coming down here and spending my days down at the museum. They had the whale in in their little entryway. Oh, um, so the whale's been around for some oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I would be curious to see how they moved it. Was yeah. it piece by piece or section I, by section? I imagine it had to be piece by piece. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they could. <laughs> um, Just get 150 people. Yeah. We've got something to move. Yeah. But that is now the Grand Rapids Museum School. And they, they used to have like a planetarium there and everything. They, there used to be a few additions, oh, but cool. those were torn down for the archives, somewhat repurposed. Which I think a, is a good trade-off. Yeah. Archives is a fine space. Yeah. I don't know. I would have liked to go to a planetarium in yeah. GR. <laughs> well, they've got a planetarium at <laughs> the, yeah. the public museum. Do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, know yeah. that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it's the uh, Roger B. Chafee Planetarium. Oh. That was, uh, I, th- I think hearing about that, uh, some friends of mine were, were talking about going to see like the Pink Floyd episode or something of that mm. nature. And mm-hmm. they're like, man, it's going to be so crazy. And I didn't understand. I had not listened to Pink Floyd or anything of that nature. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds great. Um, I won't go. But as it turned out, was apparently a great experience for them. They enjoyed it. And, yeah, uh, I, I I love going to their little laser light shows. Yeah. They do a they do a <laughs> holiday one where they play like holiday classics to I'll, like a light show. Oh, nice. I'll yeah. pass on the it, holiday it, music. It's, no, it's so fun. I think for twenty some odd years, I think I worked every single Christmas and or Christmas Eve. So when I did not have to do that anymore, my my holidays uh, became more enjoyable. <laughs> not that work makes things less enjoyable, <laughs> but in that particular right. instance, I was happy to yeah. not be ambushed by by holiday music unless mm-hmm. I went shopping somewhere. The, the The planetarium did have one that was like a roller coaster, and that that kind of freaked me out. I, I didn't expect it to be uh, as realistic. So like first person view, like yeah. taking a roller coaster down. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. I was like, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> and they're like, that's why we gave you these bags. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Um, so yeah, fire. I'm trying to think if I have. The only thing I almost did was snuck behind Dewey Hill in Grand Haven to watch the fireworks there. But mm. We decided against that. Um, I think probably for the better. Okay, so we we covered the Pantland, uh, which was attached to the Exhibitors Building, or the other way around. We hit on the Waldron and the Herkimer. I know there's a couple more we want to touch on. Pick your uh, pick your next favorite. Yeah. Well, we can talk about one of the the more uh, iconic buildings on Monroe Center. Sure. Um, and that's the uh, what's known as the McKay Tower, and that's uh, one forty six Monroe Center, right there on Pearl and yeah, corner of Pearl, Monroe, Monroe Center. The goofy intersection that no one can figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right across yeah. Uh, Rose Park Circle. That is all the history sources on that always preface talking about the McKay Tower by saying that it was the, the site of the first Grand Rapids settler wedding in, in Grand Rapids. The first oh. wedding. That's a bold claim. Settlers. Yeah. They they say it's 1834. Um, so that's been a, a kind of a focal point uh, of Grand Rapids for a long time. And it certainly uh, became more of a focal point after they added some lighting, some adjustable lighting on the very top of yeah. the building. It's uh, been interesting to see what they can do with that. Yeah. Not much due to, I believe, FAA restrictions. Yeah, I don't know. You can you can request them to light it up for certain things, can't you? Yeah, I think there was a there was a motion the motion of the lighting. I think it had to be fairly static or mm-hmm. slightly more yeah. static than they had wanted it or envisioned it to be. But yeah, so uh, that that building now it, it houses that uh, Bigby Coffee. Kilwins is right there. They just put in a uh, a little small distillery um, little tasting, tasting room, tasting room oh, cool. which is super fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Quiznos afterwards. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, but that was first built in 1915. There was an earlier building on that spot, but that was torn down to make room for this building. And that was the Grand Rapids National Bank. Um, so the first first two stories, um, they added on quite a lot of stories. The next two were in within the like the next five years. So by 19, 1920, 1925, there was four stories, and then now there's eighteen. Something I, I appreciate about some of, some of these old buildings. So many of these these buildings would have banks on the first and second floor. The second floor being the most secure, or however mm-hmm. worked, but very gorgeous buildings to walk into. Very incredible, mm-hmm. um, done up nicely in all the the fancy details, marble, granite, you name it. We talked about the Morton. That one was was similar in mm-hmm. use initially, and then I've actually done some work at seventy seven Monroe Center, which is just across the street from the Morton. And mm. It's now where where city uh, city uh, flats is. Oh, okay. A delightful little boutique hotel. And same thing. You've got these grand entries, these grand staircases, and they all go up to the second floor where, where the bank would be. And mm-hmm. I, I, that's really, from an architectural standpoint, I think that's really incredible just to look at those. Even if you don't want to yeah. bug, bug anyone, you just poke your head in and take a quick look around. It's really neat. Yeah, the lobbies of those. And, and McKay Tower is no exception. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I've been in. I think I've stepped into the Pantland briefly for like art prize or something, but I don't think I've actually been in any of these other buildings. I had a school dance at the Pantland once. Fancy. Yeah, wow. like a high school uh, prom or nice. winter shuffle or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, McKay Tower um, was, was known as uh, the National Bank building until... Uh, Frank McKay purchased the building in 1942 and uh, named it after himself. Bold move. Yeah, he was he was a bold guy. Um, he was he was a like a kind of wheeler and dealer in Grand Rapids. Was very influential within the Republican Party, both uh, locally, working with Gerald R. Ford um, to help him get elected, um, and then nationally as well. One uh, University of Michigan professor said that Frank McKay was the silent governor for a number of the a number of governors. And that he would he would run run the stage from uh, McKay Tower, and that was his secret tenth floor apartment yeah, or something. Yeah, something, yeah, like, something that, like that. Yeah. One thing that I found that was really cool is that in the in the nineteen uh, eighties, there was a a university in Minnesota that used McKay Tower as their site to release rehabbed peregrine falcons. Oh wow! And so they yeah they would go up to the top and let all these peregrine falcons loose. Why did they choose yeah. uh, Hawaii? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh. I have no idea, but yeah, it does seem like a strange spot for uh, Minnesotans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you think they have a lake or a tree right, right. <laughs> somewhere closer? I wonder if they were trying to to rehab some some local population, perhaps that yeah, had been misplaced be. or displaced. But I just wish I could have seen like a, like hundreds of falcons fly out from a K tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, and it's a good thing they weren't releasing doves the same day somewhere else. Right? <laughs> you know, it was just uh, not good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, coordinators. <laughs> so uh, I, do you have a favorite tall building or a favorite old building that might qualify? Um, I'm putting you on the spot. This is not in our notes. Just I, get ready. I'm going to ask you next. I really like the old federal building, which is now, uh, is that still Kendall? Yes. Um, yeah, that is. A, it's the redesigned UICA too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I think is just such a beautiful building. And we have all of the blueprints for it preserved. Wow. So like every little detail has its own blueprint. Was that resource you were you used as a resource when they refurbished it? Uh, unfortunately no. Oh, that seems strange. Yeah. Okay. 
it's a beautiful building. I have yeah. been in there a number of times, and the larger space up on the on the west side, on the second floor, I believe, is still basically it was a courthouse I and mean, it was a courtroom, mm-hmm. and uh, it's still set up in that way with a stage That's cool. and the, the old wooden floor and the super echoey ceilings. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a beautiful room and it's gorgeous, but you can definitely tell that they didn't take acoustics into yeah, consideration. Right, right, <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to fault them for that, but um, I think. That and then the uh, the old Colebrook pumping station. I, I love oh, I the old Colebrook. That. That's yeah. a cool building. Yeah. Any any building that has the stairs where the the, the marble has grooves or little, little yeah. divots mm-hmm. in yeah. the stairs from humans mm-hmm. eroding that out mm-hmm. over a hundred years. I think that's really yeah. neat. So. I just took a tour of Central High School and they have the same thing where the stairs. Oh wow! With all the students going by, the the, the marble and the wood has been has been divoted. We had wanted to to do some more. Uh, we worked fairly closely uh, with Grand Rapids Public Schools to do events for the city and take advantage of, of their spaces or stationed around. And that was one that we had looked at using. And I loved the old auditorium. It has a lot of history. Some mm-hmm. presidents have yeah, spoken there. Yeah. It's really neat. Mm-hmm. But the ADA compliance is not where it should be. Right. And <laughs> they have that giant ladder that you would have to climb <laughs> up. It's not ideal. Oh. So uh, so that was a hard pass for us, but uh, we wished we could have squeezed something yeah. in there because it's such a beautiful space. And oh, it's yeah. It's right there. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, not many people get a chance to, to just walk in there for right. you know, no right. good reason. You maybe have to have kids or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah. Like, apparently, it's frowned upon to enter schools without right. uh, a <laughs> reason, reason yeah. anymore. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a beautiful building. That is a great one. They actually think that that is the oldest consecutive running school in the Midwest. Wow. Yeah. 1915 is when it was opened as Central, and it's continued in, in one sense or another until now. Nice. So... Jess, did you have time enough to think of your favorite old building? I think so. Okay. Um, I like the library. I think the outside of it just looks cool. And mm-hmm. libraries are cool in general. I also like the the Diamond and Chester Street Fire Station because yes. it's the oldest oh, one in the yeah. city. And yeah, they, that's a cool one. They have the the wooden stairs that have the, like the grooves in it and um, old that's fire cool. pole, the, the hay loft and stuff like that. I do, too, also like the Coldbrook Station. I've been in most parts of it. There's a cool spiral staircase in there, and I don't know. It just looks cool and kind of creepy on the yeah, inside, so yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I heard uh, a rumor that uh, that is, is not confirmable, but that in the day when that space was still used primarily to be a pumping station, people would, would hoist their cars up and park them on the second floor because oh, wow. they could, oh. because there was space up wow. there. And, you know, it, to me, it was one of it probably wow. one of those things where, you know, you, you go out to your car mm-hmm. in the old high school teen movie and someone had moved the teacher's car or something i think that would have been a great prank because now mm-hmm. your car's on the second that's floor. crazy but uh, infrastructure wise it certainly is yeah. capable of holding cars up there it's a big old strong building the uh the gillette bridge on the grand river that was a parking lot like they hmm. the west end of the bridge wasn't connected to anything and so uh, they had a little parking gate at the the east end of the bridge and they would lift that up and there would be a bunch of cars parked on it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, did that change after the logjam of 1886? No, or? this was this went up until like the uh, maybe 60s, 70s. Um, they used that for a parking lot for a long time. I get it. That's kind of free real estate. What right. else are you going to do? Right. You know, right. Don't park in the lower level. Um, another cool building is the Harris Building. I've only been in there a few times, oh, but yeah. they've housed some yeah. art prize exhibits in there. It's yeah. beautiful. One of the the folks that are connected with that building currently um, has created kind of um, 
a baby WeWork style of building. So you can oh, come cool. in and you can rent technology. You could do a podcast in that space right now if you wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they've done a great job at it and, and, and utilizing the space and its beauty and also making yeah. it functional and accessible mm-hmm. to, to community members. And so, yeah, they've, they've cool. done a lot of work with that. Also yeah. a beautiful space. Yeah I, f- yeah, I filmed something in there for WGVU and just there was so many options for for beautiful like filming locations and backdrops. And cool. There, so. Meanwhile, we're stuck in City Hall going, <laughs> which uh, which window do we want to look at? This is great for filming. I mean, City Hall is a pretty I- iconic uh, building. I'm glad you brought that up. For its time. I don't want to overlook any of the federal or state buildings mm-hmm. or city buildings down that area because at some point they will be torn down and we won't be as mad about it as the City Hall in the 60s. Right. Mm-hmm. But the examples of brutalish architecture yeah, yeah. stand alone. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's incredible uh-huh. how visually displeasing they are yeah. to look at. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, so. it, it was like an exercise in displaying like might and power and, yeah. and law and stuff. Yeah. We will hang um, just that, concrete that, from the walls. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I appreciate it, and, yeah. and again, I, I I don't know that I'll be necessarily sad when they tear it down and build. I don't know an extension to uh, some kind of convention center. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't have any information that that's going to mm-hmm. happen. That's just my presupposition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when that happens, I don't think we'll be quite as sad. Right. But I do think it's important yeah. that we recognize. Yeah. It's I, I do think it's, it's cool. They have the uh, the Calder. Uh, painting on top of the county oh, building. Yeah. The yeah. only yeah. the only color displayed on the roof. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's not always there in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean it's still there. It's <laughs> just not as you just gotta go up there with a shovel to not as accessible. Yeah. Travis, you've been on the roof of City Hall, no? Did I you have. repel off of it? I did not repel off. I was on the roof of the building across from the LaGrave station. That's the one that I repelled down. That's also a pretty cool building inside. The Lorraine? Is it? I don't know. I had a friend's family member who worked in that building. There's like a, a greeting card company hmm. in there. That always makes me think of Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Um, that building. That underrated. The uh, Never seen Adam that. Sandler movie. movie. He writes yeah. greeting cards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they had a, I get maybe like two or three requests a year about that building because they say there used to be a roller rink on the top floor. Oh. And they're trying to find evidence of, of it being there. But that was actually pretty common. Roller rinks on the top really? floor? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Speaking of um, open spaces that could have been roller rinks, uh, on, on the building that's now housing uh, Start Garden uh, on, on the corner of Ionia and Lewis, 50, 50 Lewis, um, it's a you know, seven, eight-story building, mm. beautiful building. Once you start getting up closer to the top, it had a meeting space for, for masons, I believe. And it's a gorgeous building, hardwood floors. Why? I mean, it's, it's a gymnasium, wow. um, and I, it's way up on the top. So maybe they used – if That's they cool. didn't use that for yeah. a roller rink, I would be very yeah. disappointed. Perhaps now you could figure eight around cubicles or something. Yeah. I don't know what's up there. Yeah. Speaking of another uh, building associated with the masons – the uh, Freemason Temple on Fulton, a huge, huge building, kind of iconic uh, columns in the front. Beautiful. Um, yeah, that, um, the inside is just a maze. Like, you think you're walking up a stairway to go here, but you <laughs> end up out here. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's it's crazy inside. Have think, you heard, oh, go ahead, Jess. I was just, I think we touched on that during our um, ghost episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I want to rehash i heard that one of the restrooms has a wonderful view and i've not been able to confirm that from Mm. anyone that i would consider reputable so if anyone (laughs) if anyone can confirm or deny that uh, 
send us an email, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Love to know. So, um, Jess, we, we hit on a couple of your buildings. Matt, we hit on a, a couple of yours. I, I have a, a soft spot for old churches, and I'm talking old churches. I don't care for all churches, but I, I do think that right downtown there are some beautiful ones. Um, the, the stained glass in Fountain Street Church is beautiful, but it's slightly hard to see. It was, it was covered up in the 60s during some of the race riots in Grand Rapids oh, because, wow. because they're, they're non-conventional stained glass windows in that one side are, are people of science and, and historically science Whoa. and church didn't go hand in hand. You may make that argument now, um, but it's bell tower is beautiful. Um, I have been very close to the top and I don't know that I would go again. Uh, <laughs> That's wild. It was, it was getting old and creaky back, <laughs> back when I went up there. And then there's, you know, some churches on the grave Christian reform church mm-hmm. has a beautiful spire. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, they may have they may have used that for communications purposes and Prob- set up some probably, radio transmission yeah. up there. Or something. Mm-hmm. But if you go across the river, right, we have yeah. you know St. Albert's. Um, it's just mm-hmm. some gorgeous, gorgeous examples, and I hope they're preserved. If for nothing else, the architectural aspect. Yeah, yeah, they're they're beautiful. They're beautiful buildings. There was a uh, Temple Emmanuel all the way down Fulton. They used to be located downtown Grand Rapids, kind of where the library parking lot area is mm-hmm. now. And their original building was torn down, but they saved all of the stained glass, or or, oh, cool. or or maybe just a portion of it. But they have they've incorporated that into their into their new location. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Outside of Grand Rapids, there's a, maybe not outside, but the East Paris Twenty Eighth Street outside of Grand mm-hmm. Rapids. Um, there's a, a Greek Orthodox church, and I uh, did some some work in that space as well. And it, just to, to appreciate the different architecture styles and themes, I think it's neat. Mm-hmm. We we stayed pretty close to downtown, but was there any like specific neighborhood buildings that uh, you'd like to highlight? I can think of a few. I, I um, was a West Sider for a brief point, and I'm going to ask a question instead of tell you about it. Um, as you go up Bridge Street, just under 196 as you're heading west, there mm-hmm. is Mount Mercy. Yeah. And I know that there are some housing opportunities up there, but I know there's also some private residences. And I mm-hmm. think one of the private residences went for sale um, some time ago, years-ish ago, mm-hmm. and, and it was in the more than a million dollars. And oh, yeah. it was gorgeous to, to look at the, the views, pictures. Yeah, yeah. Look at the pictures. Yeah. So I tried driving up there to see it, and they were like, we, we know you're not pre-qualified for this. <laughs> so. Is that the one that has, like, the long driveway Red, and, like, breakout? Brick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I always wondered what that mm-hmm. was. When I was a kid, I lived in Easttown, and the post office, it, it wasn't like a very ornate building. It was it was kind of squat and square, but they had like the, their wall, their yeah, exterior wall was all like crushed stone. And so I just remember like running my hand <laughs> while walking down the street on this like crushed stone. And it was kind of like sparkly and... Yeah, I always thought that was just so neat. I hope I wouldn't. I would not have been able to resist putting a piece of chewing gum in the crack. <laughs> you know, like oh, there's great stuff. That's it. funny. Yeah, that area too has some. Uh, I know that there used to be a movie theater down down there that became yeah. mm-hmm. um, a, a nonprofit building, um, probably a church. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of neat for the area. Yeah, you know, yeah. And obviously, uh, Shea Olga mm-hmm. is, is just oh yeah, really, that's a really oh, yeah. unique building. Cool looking yeah. building. I like how we've digressed from tall old buildings to just cool <laughs> old buildings. So did you find anything, Jess? Well, I was just thinking about that um, pool house. I can't remember the 
Which, which pool that's at? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, Richmond. Yes. Richmond Park's pool house. Yeah, so they have an apartment, an old abandoned apartment building above it, and I've got some cool video in there. We got to tour it. That's that cool. one was pretty cool. That's that was cool. really neat. So so Richmond Park is one of the older parks uh, in, pools in this, yeah, in, in, in the city. Rapids, yeah. And and that, that space is, is not used, but it has some really good potential. Yeah. If they threw that up, and I would, the city would have to change their Airbnb rules probably, but right. um, if mm-hmm. they threw that up on Airbnb, it would be remarkable oh, yeah. and yeah. would book out for a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a. It does need some work. I think you'll agree. Oh yeah, needs a lot of work. Yeah. but it's really, really. They could cool. use it as a place for when like sister city delegates come. And, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now that we just added yeah. some sister city yeah. delegates from uh, Korea. Yeah. Along those lines, uh, water and old houses um, down by Lake Michigan on the shore of Lake Michigan in the the pump house, the first mm-hmm. and lower uh, pump house that was built in the forties. Yeah. Um, there's also a, a caretaker's cabin um, that they are working at. Oh. Like, making more stable they're not like improving it they are but they're not like fixing it up to be fancy they're just improving it okay. to stabilizing solid. it okay boy it, it again it's one of those things where i'm going why can't we do some maybe off-site events over there because yeah. mm-hmm. it's beautiful and they're just working away at it but you're right on the sh- i mean it's the shore of lake michigan so mm-hmm. that's it's, awesome. it's really neat it's cool um completely unrelated but i just remembered this in los angeles we did a hike out to an old abandoned mine and the That's mine cool. structure is still there, but apparently on a side trail, there's a cabin there that the person who built the mine, I guess that's still there with like his old tools and Whoa. stuff in it. So I want to go back there and find it because I guess there's like a note explaining who he was that's and stuff cool. like that. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. He's not still there, correct? Uh, <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe. Not, not in person. if you Exactly. Know. We didn't touch on any uh, hospitals. But this is um, kind of hospital-esque, where it was built by John Blodgett for his mother, and it was a uh, built 1908 in East Hills, um, and it's got like the iconic four pillars, um, really nice garden space, and that was operated as kind of like a home for sick children and uh, wayward children, and eventually it was donated to Mary Freebed. And that's where Mary Freebed operated out of for uh, a number of years, over over 20 years. They had actually torn down the columns and put multiple additions on. And then when Mary Freebed moved, the ICCF bought the building and restored it to the the original, put back the columns on. And it's a beautiful building. Um, I used to walk uh, past there when I would come back from work every day and it's it's it really space. is they did a great job mm-hmm. um the interior same thing I, i'm sure some of the stairs that are existing have have the foot rub mm-hmm. rub marks oh, yeah. in them. Yeah. it is it's really neat we have we have a lot of photos of the interior um because the fire department would do like fire safety classes for the kids oh cool. and so we'd have all these like the the fire department on the stage with like props and stuff and all these beds filled full of kids watching them <laughs> oh. yeah it was, it was it's cool cool photo collection i'm sure that was a highlight for both the firefighters and the kids yeah i'm sure yeah do you know what the uh uh oldest building in grand rapids is if i had to guess i would guess like the pantland well it's actually saint mark's episcopal church and that's on uh division right uh, at the end of uh, pearl just north of the now AT&T building. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Which has had some hauntings. Yeah. That was built in uh, 1848. Um, so significantly old. And Gerald R. Ford's family went there for a number of years. Hmm. 
and they have a little display on the inside. They open that up for our prize, and it's always a treat to be able to go in there. You don't think about it because you drive by others. You drive by the federal building. You drive by mm-hmm. Kendall. You drive by the AT and T building. Yeah, and there it is, this little guy. Yeah, tucked in there, and like, well, in eighteen forty eight, we were pretty tall. Oh yeah, so yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> I mean, that was neighborhoods around yeah, there at that yeah. time. That is a great old church too. Mm-hmm. Since uh, since the nineteen eighties, certainly many buildings have been added to the skyline. It's been interesting to see it change over the years. I know that the view, as you as you head east on Lake Michigan Drive, you, you just before 196 there, there's that, that mm-hmm. city view where you kind of look. And, and that was my first realization growing up west of Grand Rapids, where you, you look east and you realize that the city is built into a valley. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so even the tall buildings, when you're looking at them, don't look tall mm-hmm. from that west side by, by John Ball Zoo. I mean, a, a lot of those old buildings, the river ran under it for furniture power. So it, it's crazy to think that, and 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 they would they would raise buildings to when they're raising the street. So you would you would see in in like uh, the basements of these buildings windows and stuff. I think um, that's the most that that to me is my dead giveaway that this is an old building. Yeah, where you see just the curves of what probably was a full size window mm-hmm. at foot level. Yeah, I think why did they do that? Right. Matt, it's, it's crazy. I have a correction for you. Oh, yeah? It's not the oldest okay. building. What? Do you see that? Oh, yeah. 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 So it's the oldest. That's... The church is the oldest public building. Public building. This, um, the Calkins Law Office across from the archives yeah. was built in 1836. Gotcha. Right okay. near Neck of yeah. the Woods. We've, yeah. we've talked about that before. Yeah, we have. That, I don't think that's its original location. It's not its original I think location. it was picked up and moved. It, it was originally at Monroe Center in Ottawa. Oh, okay. So how do we want to end it? Well, that's all, folks. What did you say earlier? Did you say, so how should we end this? Yeah. Maybe that's how we end everyone. Yeah, so like how that. should we end this? So how and should then, we? And then noise from the cafe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just taper off uh, yeah. us droning on about local history. I like it. I think that, that, I mean, that's what I would vote for, but um, my vote doesn't count for much. That's how I would end it. And, and we can play around with the ending too. Um, or we could since, since we, trick them and... Yeah, it just never ends. Not end. Yeah, we'll just pick right up at the next one. They're almost done. They're almost done.